A word of warning before we start, this podcast was recorded in the middle of a gale, so if you hear howling wind noises, they're not special effects, they were for real, but hopefully it doesn't spoil your enjoyment of the podcast. Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of the Twinkle Home Ed podcast. So I am Alastair, Home Ed Manager at Twinkle and we've now done a few of these podcasts in which I talk to respected figures, I guess, from the Home Ed community. And today's episode is no different because I'm joined by two very well respected members of the Home Ed community. Um, you may know them by their Facebook names, Rachel Home Ed and uh, Lizzie Twinkle, who also coincidentally happen to be members of the, uh, the Home Ed team here at Twinkle. So um, Rachel, we'll start with you if that's okay. You may recognize yeah. Rachel's name from the Exploring Nature with Children videos. She's also got quite a nice line in open and honest conversation videos too. Rachel, is there anything else that people people need to know about you? Um, yes, yeah, so yes, I'm Rachel. I home educate. Technically, really, my oldest two would be home educated, but I've got three kids and we've home educated from the start. And I do video work for Twinkle and well, I was going to say we're a low-income family, but then that kind of gives a spoiler on what we're, yeah, we're, we're talking we said about. What we're talking about, yeah. But I mean, you can just say that whenever you like. I suppose there's there's nothing to stop you. Um, <laughs> shall we? Let's 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 meet Lizzie, and then we'll get on to what we um what we are going to talk about today. Uh, thank you, Rachel. And thanks for for joining us. Um, so yeah, so those of you who are in our Facebook group, our Home Ed Facebook group, might recognise Lizzie's name. Um, if you're not in our uh, Facebook group you should think about joining um, but yeah if you do spend any time in there you'll recognize Lizzie as a source of constant level-headed um, inspiration and support and uh, Lizzie thank you for for joining us do you want to uh, add anything to my introduction yeah. you're welcome thanks for the opportunity for joining um, you both on this podcast um, so I've been home educating from the start. Um, I home it technically a bit like Rachel. I technically home educate three children, um, but the youngest will soon be uh, officially joining us later this year. Um, but you know, I, I see home education really as, a, as something that's a continuation of of sort of the the early education that naturally takes place in the family yeah absolutely thank you lizzie so um as rachel has already hinted the subject of our conversation today is going to be financially related what we wanted to talk about was the um cost of living crisis it's something i guess that we've kind of talked about as a team um we know that there's a this kind of huge squeeze on family finances due to take place and intensify this year. And we just wondered if, you know, as a team and being employees of Twinkle, I guess A is a starting point, whether there was anything we could do to help. And, you know, in the meantime, while we sort of work on that and, and figure that out, I guess we wanted to just start a conversation because 
we know that this cost of living crisis is going to affect everybody, really. But given that lots of home educators, home educating families are already financially disadvantaged, um, it, it follows quite logically that as a group, we will be perhaps disproportionately affected by the squeeze on, on finances that is, is going to unfold this year. So that's what we're doing here today. Um, our plan is to just have a little bit of a, a chat uh, and hope you find that interesting. I think it is very important to know at this stage that we do not in any way consider ourselves to be financial experts. In fact, I think certainly in my case, it's, uh, it's quite the opposite. Um, I don't know whether Lizzie or Rachel, either of you are hiding your light under a bushel and do want to declare at this stage that you are uh, financially, um, you know, astute and and uh, qualified to dispense <laughs> advice, but um... I wish I wish it was. <laughs> well, once in in my life, I ended up accidentally working in financial services, and part of the role I performed, you know, was um, giving advice on some investment products. And my dad never got over the irony of that, and he will still delight in in regaling people with that story. So uh, yeah, that's that's my qualification or lack of it. Yeah. Um, I'm quite happy to say that um, I've been broke most of my adult life. It's a, it's a kind of a natural state uh, for me and and for us as a family for various reasons. But it's um, it kind of just uh, makes it more interesting I think for me this 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 topic and, and what we can do around it so yeah so um, I think we'll 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 make a start so I mean obviously what we're looking at this year is there are all sorts of things going on we've got what have we got I mean you can have we got enough fingers we've got a national insurance hike coming haven't we we've got petrol prices rising almost daily interest rates rising we've got the the cost of rental accommodation rising we've got the the energy and fuel costs and we've got inflation and rising food prices too haven't we so it's a, a bit of a sort of a perfect storm isn't it so depressing when you hear it <laughs> Sorry, out like that. Yeah, I, 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 did, I, I, I did think that it could have that effect, but hopefully that, that'll be the lowest point of the, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have I missed anything? Uh, I don't know. I I lost hope halfway through, so I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, it, it's kind of the feeling that it that it gives you, isn't it? It's kind of like you mm-hmm. you you know things might not feel too bad now but you know that is coming and it's it's unavoidable a little bit like the the strong winds that we're we're experiencing today as we record this um podcast up and down the country you know you knew it was coming and and then and then it hits so i guess that's kind of the situation that we're in and and when you do reel off that list it you know it, it is very sobering and you know it makes it all the more important i guess to to get the conversation started around, you know, how we're going to deal with it, basically. Um, I mean, have you have you guys yeah, noticed? Go on. So I know when uh, when I was sort of thinking about this this podcast coming up and thinking about some of you know the answers to what we'd be considering, it it did get quite sort of 
quite heavy really just sort of thinking about it sort of all together um both sort of on a personal level but also just on a real kind of um being aware of listeners and audience and and what they're going through or or what they're facing this year it's um so i think you know i'm i'm looking forward to the sort of open and honest conversation sort of based on our experiences and you know sort of exploring ways forward yeah and i think that's very very much you know what we want to be thinking about as well as like is there any practical way that we can help or that we can provide any sort of support and we're we're really i mean we've started to talk about that a little bit at, at twinkle already um it's not yet known what you know final format or, or what exactly we're going to come up with but we certainly really do do care and if there's any opportunity for us to um to be useful then we absolutely uh want to take that um have you guys noticed anything noticed any anything being squeezed as of yet oh yes um, yeah yeah energy is a big one for us in that we we moved house and our energy provider went bankrupt like during the move and then we didn't realize that we were coming to a home with a meter which we've had before but it just means a different way of thinking and like no one is taking on new people um so you're aware that you're on the highest rate there's nothing you can do about it you're on all the waiting lists to get changed to a different system but you're just kind of stuck. And I think um, it's it's different when you can literally see it ticking away. I know Lizzie mm-hmm. like understands this, but when you can literally <laughs> see like the numbers tick or you're suddenly like, oh, why are the lights not working? Oh, well, I thought I had, you know, I thought we put enough on. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily, it's, um, it's just a little tangible reminder of um, things might be getting harder. Yeah. Yeah, is it is it similar for you? Are you starting to see the energy sort of squeeze, Lizzie, already? Yeah, we're um, we're also on a meter. It was mm-hmm. a meter when we came here, yeah. and we kept it for various reasons. And um, it's just, you know, my husband came home the other day and thought perhaps one of the kids had been playing with the heaters or something, and they right. they hadn't. They yeah. just it's been going much more quickly having to top up more regularly and that really has an impact on the rest of you know the sort of budget left for the month yeah 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 Um, so yeah we're we're seeing that increase already i think i've definitely seen it in in shopping you know grocery Mm -hmm. shopping because Mm -hmm. i mean we we go to aldi normally is that advertising i don't know but um we we do that and, and normally like it's one of my favorite moments like you go to a big big supermarket you you go up to the till and you know the amount seems to be in excess of what you've computed you know the, the items you bought might add up to but you go to Audi normally and, it, and they tell you how much it is and you're like really and it, you know it's a pleasant surprise rather than a, an unpleasant surprise but I've noticed that I think even your, your basics like your you know, chopped tomatoes and things that we use an awful lot of have crept up, you know, quite, yeah. quite dramatically over just over recent weeks. So we're starting to see the evidence of that too, aren't we? 
Yeah, and I think it just gives like every every expense an extra significance. So things that you maybe wouldn't normally think about suddenly feel like you feel the idea of like counting your pennies. I'm, I'm much more aware of things like we went on a trip and I would decide to get them hot chocolate and it was this doggy cafe and my mm. daughter loves dogs and it's I'm never going to get one. So like yeah. this is her opportunity. And it was like it doubled the price of my trip just to yeah. get hot chocolate. And the whole time I can't enjoy it, even though I know I've got the money for it. I'm calculating like, oh, well, will I have to not get something next week or we won't go on a trip next week because of this and and it's not necessarily that I have to do that, but mentally that that, um, that work is already starting in my head even before practically we might have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And just aware of like, oh, the lights are left on. Like I feel like I'm turning into my dad where it's like, you need to turn the lights off. You're not in the room anymore. Yeah. And that type of like yeah. mental load definitely <laughs> yes. seems to be building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lit up like Blackpool Illuminations, isn't it? Isn't it yeah. a Peter Kay thing? Yeah. When, when somebody's got one light bulb on and yeah. mum comes upstairs. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. So, um, I mean, have you got things that that you already sort of tried and tested ways to, to save and, you know, keep keep in control of your, your finances or things that you, that you do already? Anything good? I, I always... I find this question sometimes strange because if you've always been poor or mm, low income, mm. then you um, you don't even think about it in terms of like, what can I cut? You think about what yeah. can I afford? Yeah. And that's a very different way of thinking. So I guess um, that like we don't have a car, we don't mm. go on holidays, but these aren't like big sacrifices. They're just, that's just the way that we live and... Mm-hmm. and um, so it feels a strange thing to think because I don't necessarily have like money saving tips except don't spend money. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like if you can't spend it, you can't spend it. Um, but there are things like not having a car. Um, we haven't, we just visit family for holidays. Um, we have quite a few different ways that um, my husband spends, like works out our groceries. There's a few places like that do um, like overstock or um, things that are past a sell-by day but perfectly fine to eat, we mm. will order things from there. And one thing we've learned is that if you completely cut out everything and you don't have treats, then you'd be much more in danger of just spending a bunch of money when it all gets too much. Yeah, so yeah. things like being able to get these treats at a cheaper price from these websites that do the overstock things means that you don't necessarily feel that pinch and mentally you can go on a little bit because I think it is a bit of a mental game as well as well as a budgeting game mm. yeah have you have you come across um Olio the app where you where people kind of I think they they have reps and supermarkets deliver their out of date stuff to this one individual yeah. and then they advertise them and you go around and, and pick it up for free it's I mean stuff like that's great isn't it because it's just win-win stuff's not getting wasted and and you know you're getting food for free exactly um, we have a brilliant one in in sheffield like a physical place where you go and, yeah. and they've they've got some agreement with local supermarkets and you pay your whatever i think it's three pounds you can give more if you want and you get a sort of a box and they're, and they're just amazing so that's a, a yeah we have thing that too for us now 
and yeah. you never quite know what you're going to get and sometimes there's you know excited you know some weeks are better than others obviously but, yeah um, but it, it really helps that's how my kids get donuts every week because they sell all the donuts off for 20p each right right and that feels like a big treat like let's go out for a walk and then we'll get a donut on the way back and i've spent you know 60p and they're all covered in sugar and happy but it, it like i don't think my kids know that we're low income at all they don't like feel that and i think it's yeah. those kind of treats that um that help i was i was going to ask about that because i'm really like undecided on this one and i'm aware that we probably spill our financial conversations over into the realm of you know where children are listening probably more than we should but we we haven't really made any sort of conscious decision to keep this private or this is for sharing and we just kind of like live our lives and you know th- th- there aren't really that many quiet moments in the day for us to for us to talk about things yeah. just just as a couple so but I do worry that the kids kind of pick up on more than they should and you know start to to worry about whether they should be having this thing and so on have either of you got any sort of approach to that like a more thought out approach to that or or an opinion on it i have opinions but they're not thought out (laughs) (laughs) we're also very candid like we would share with anyone my husband's american and he like doesn't have any of the hang-ups if you don't talk about like how much you get paid and stuff so we're very open so that must be Um, interesting because you must see that that really is there then because i guess we could think that you know it's just normal right it's just you don't talk about this and you can't talk about that but you kind of see that by comparison do you yeah i mean it was there were lots of culture shocks marrying an american especially when i'm very british but we um yeah finances is one where i just wouldn't or like you know when you go for a job interview and if they haven't said how much you're getting paid and Mm. I'd be too nervous to even ask where it it would just be very normal for him to just be like, well, how much is it? And to negotiate and things like that just wouldn't, we'd all just be waiting to see what our paycheck said when we got it. For the first um, Yeah. And then don't say, be too polite to say anything if it was. uh, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's one reason why I'm very candid is that I've just learned to be so. um, And I, we talked to our kids about, um, we've got this set amount to spend on this rather than, oh, we don't, we can't afford that. We'll say, I'll say things like, well, um, we've got this much money that we're spending on this. And so that mm-hmm. doesn't fit into that budget okay. because yeah. then it's not the worry of there's an end of something and what's going to happen at the end of, of that amount. And my husband had, had very different experiences growing up. Um, and so, so he was, homeless quite he won't mind me saying he was homeless for quite a while i think and as a kid and so he's had a very different experience whereas i was from a low-income family but my i never really knew we were low income um and so talking about money and, and thinking about that is more of a shock to me and it worries me a lot more than i think if everyone had been very candid about it mm-hmm. so we try and be but in a way that is um we wouldn't i don't think we share kind of oh we're worried about this we would just yeah. be well this is how much money we've got for this oh i will say we can't afford that they they don't have any expectation you know when you go into a shop of that we're going to buy things for them um we'll take photos of things and say well we'll remember that at christmas maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so there's little things like that where yeah. they are yeah. aware of money and that it is has a limit on it mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it's trying. I mean, mine are younger than yours, so I don't know if they would even think to worry about it. Yeah. I mean that that's that sounds that sounds like a really good approach. Yeah, I think I think often things come up. Things seem to come up in our in our lives, like disasters and you know your financial car, whatever it is. Like, oh, yeah. we just had a terrible run. We've had like parking things, and there was a London congestion charge and things like that. And you just you just can't help but react in the instant yeah I, I mean i struggle with that anyway so yeah, it's just that sort of thing that, that i worry about i guess um what about think, you uh, lizzie go on well i think those kind of frustrations are sort of normal and yeah. they'll see that that's a sort of part of everyday life but i think there's a difference between say a frustrating cost coming along and then sort of you know those those sort of honest conversations that you might have with um, your partner that actually you know <laughs> things are difficult or mm. whatever. That that's for me that definitely is something that that there's away from the children. Mm-hmm. But in like Rachel um, mentioned of sort of saying, oh, what should we have? You know, sometimes I think it helps to give like choices. So yeah. Like we could we could have for a treat we could have this or we could have this. What would you like? Mm. You know, and just kind of or even say like give a small budget. Not I haven't actually given the money to them. I haven't even done pocket money yet, mm-hmm. which mm. sounds bad, but it just hasn't hasn't really been a part of what we do. Um and partly for financial reasons, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what I sometimes do is sort of allocate money that they then, the children then use to choose something, you know, to enjoy as a family. Yeah. And and I help. I think that helps them to feel kind of a sense of responsibility um, and sort of understanding as well that you know they'll see all sorts of various things that oh I'd like this and I'd like that and. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, this is how much we've got to spend on on this. Um, so now you can choose from that. And it's a way of introducing the idea of budgeting, but without mm-hmm. them sort of worrying about or having an awareness that of yeah. the reality. I mean, that's really important, isn't it? And I think, wasn't there a, I think there was a survey came out recently that... Um, might have been done by one of the bigger banks that worked out that saving and spending habits were essentially set at a much younger age than you would ever predict like by sort of mm. i'm going to get this wrong um but it was it was like by the age of 10 or 11 you know the sort of your your attitudes to money and your skills with money have been essentially hardwired which is interesting to say the least isn't it frightening (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because i do see that like in in my like in my own children you know there's there's there are some that are are much more sort of like instant gratification and then there's you know another one who's much more sort of like oh well if i wait till this Mm. time and it's not just with money like that it's a certain kind of like uh, characteristic that carries through with various sort of things Mm, mm. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's really interesting that. I, I guess another thing is comparison. Like, comparison's quite a hard one. It's definitely mm-hmm. something our kids notice. So say this week, for example, it's half term here. You know, we know one or two families that are in, in the school system and are taking you know well-earned holidays you know some of them abroad and doing this and that and going down to center parks and and at this moment in time we we can't afford to do anything like that and it's you know our kids are at the stage where they notice that stuff and it's like well yeah why aren't we going anywhere and that's that's tricky does does it happen later though if we're if we're home educating i mean obviously not everyone home educates from sort of earlier ages but like I think for me personally like I've avoided a lot of that kind of peer pressure and comparisons from home educating from the start I mean that's the thing yeah Yeah, I've I've perhaps forgotten it it could you know that could well be intensified couldn't it in a in a different in a different setting so yeah it is an interesting one one plus of home education with finance yeah exactly and I think it does depend on what community you're in. Like all my friends are poor, pretty much. And yet when we've been in places where um, we are the the token poor people in the community, mm. um, then you feel it a lot more because the choices that people make or how they connect is often over um, money. And I see that in the home ed world as well. You know, there's the let's all go to soft play yeah. and then we'll buy our food at soft play because you can't take pack lunch and, and all Definitely. those prices oh, add up. Um, whereas the people that I mainly do home ed with, I guess now are similar in that if we can okay. do it for free, we will do it for free. And yeah, that yeah. has made a difference. Um, obviously it means that maybe you don't have as diverse a community, I guess, but I think mm. it's been, that's made it a lot easier for me. It doesn't feel strange to say, oh, well, we can't go cause we can't afford that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really powerful thing to have that freedom to say, um, because yeah. it is that comparison or the guilt if you think, well, my kid isn't getting to do that, and so we'll we'll try and we'll spend the money to do that. Um, yeah, I think that if you're not in a community where you can be very honest and not have shame with that, mm-hmm. then um, I think the comparison uh, grows exponentially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm very familiar with that feeling of seeing somebody kind of, you know, buy lunch or a round of takeaway coffees as if it's nothing and yeah. you know just feeling that kind of acute pain of envy yeah. um is, is quite a familiar yeah. feeling the I mean, of course you, you don't have know gone out. yeah go on Rachel yeah. sorry I was gonna say if you have gone out for a meal with people and you've calculated exactly what you're spending and you've just got water <laughs> and then at the end they say oh let's split the bill oh, and no. you're like no yeah yeah oh, no. yeah that's 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 nightmarish yeah um but it's, it's interesting what you were saying there about home editing for free, because this is definitely something I wanted to talk about, because they say that you shouldn't um, ask somebody what their priorities are in life. You should look at where they spend their money. And, you know, most of our, um, what's the word for the for income that's not, not um, disposable? It, well, it's not really disposable. I mean, our, our biggest financial outlay is our kids activities basically i mean it's 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 huge and it's building and it and it gets bigger um so i guess that kind of you know that that sort of situation throws up a couple of 
interesting points that you guys might have opinions on. Um, you know, is it is it possible to do it for free? Um, and you know, when you look around and you're thinking, right, well, something's got to give here. And you, and you obviously start with yourself and you think, right, well, where can I save money? What am I treating myself to that I don't necessarily need? At some point or another, you know, you're going to get to to the children's activities. And, you know, should should those, should that be protected? Or, you know, how, how do you deal with that? It's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you know yeah. that to, to cut anything off is kind of a deprivation so yeah I, I guess that's something that we'll be thinking about over the over the coming months but I don't know if either of you had any thought on any thoughts on on any of that my kids are younger so I think that I haven't yet got into the we don't really do any paid activities mm-hmm. or classes yeah um and we deliberately choose community events partly because of cost and partly just because of kind of our focus with home ed so i i think it definitely must be harder with older children um yeah i think i used to think he could home ed for free and i would say that i did it mm-hmm. uh, but then i had a young child we didn't have a printer i didn't you know print anything out mm-hmm. we didn't buy any curriculum um but realistically i what you don't spend in money you spend in time and that had a big impact and so you might be saving money but then you might be running yourself ragged trying to get everything prepared and ready and that has then that has later has a financial impact when you're having to deal with the consequences of just being burnt out from doing that yeah so i think it's it's I think it can be done on a budget and on a very tight budget and i think a lot of home educators do that really well um but i i, I think yeah like you say where you, if you care about something you're gonna spend money on it um, yeah. yeah it's um it's interesting what you're saying about time because that's it's one thing i was very aware of again when thinking about this podcast because at times when we've had sort of a much much sort of bigger squeeze um on our finances like um you know one time the 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 job that my husband was in um didn't pay that month because they hadn't got enough income as a business and um it was it was a really difficult month um, and we we muddled through, and you know, with uh, with food, it was sort of just drastically, um, sort of really budget food and bulk cooking, which well, I do bulk cooking anyway, but um, you know, keeping re- things really plain, really simple, and thankfully we'd already got you know like various herbs and spices, but I can imagine if you're coming from a position where you're already sort of in a financial squeeze it's difficult to keep those sort of extra items that add a bit more kind of interest to food and stuff Mm. but everything just took more time and so if you've got if you're doing you know you can do things on budget in various ways but that all takes that extra time which you know 
you might be in a place where you're trying to get more work to do to kind of mm-hmm. boost an income or you know every everyone needs that sort of break um and if you're just sort of struggling to kind of get everything sorted and it, it yeah it can have a real impact and we were fortunate that it that sort of real squeeze was only a month but um you know t- for some families who are going through that all the time and mm-hmm. then sort of add on this year that's that's really difficult yeah it's and, exhausting like i wish i had I wish I had sort of some words of wisdom here to kind of impart with people, but all I can offer is is sympathy. Um, but with activities, I know that we um, we had some sort of paid sports kind of activities that we were doing, and once the sort of the ones that we'd already paid for, once they'd sort of finished we we actually sort of changed things up a bit and reduced down to like one class rather than multiple and just you know pick the one that we were we liked the most and try to do kind of make the most of other things like just going to the park and sort of seeing home ed friends after things just making the most of free things really but yeah. it, it was a definite, you know, like, it was something that my children missed, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in a sense, we, my family maybe has it easy because we've always been low income so that we're not necessarily having to take opportunities away from the kids. Um, so, yeah, that would be really hard. I think not a tip or advice, but... I think talking about it is so powerful because if you and other families are kind of speaking the same message of, well, we're going to have to cut back, we can't afford that, or we can't afford that, should we start something together that's going to give some of the same um, benefit to our kids? I think that, I personally think that's one of the main ways forward is being open and honest and building the community so that we're helping each other through it. I think that's a brilliant point because that is effectively mm. what we have, isn't it? It's kind of a, a line of defence, and and you know, and I know it's not always possible for people to to group together, but then suddenly, you know, if you can get something organised, then the amount of time that you need to put into something gets drastically reduced, doesn't it? For a similar kind of benefit mm-hmm. for your for your children, and it's somehow immediately uplifting isn't it to think about that idea of of coming up with solutions as a as a community Mm -hmm. and and just purchasing things even in a a different way that if you're purchasing a resource for home ed but you're knowing that that's going to be used by multiple people Mm. um it gives um i don't know a greater a power to that and meaning to it Mm. and i just yeah there's I mean, I could go on and on about community and, and so on. And, and I've been in communities where to do like hand-me-down clothes, people were like, what? Whereas now that's just a very normal thing. And the idea of sharing is very normal. And so I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. But I also think, I, I know I say this phrase 
a lot, but shy burns getting out. And I think sometimes we have to be brave and just ask people for yeah. things. So like, I need some chairs for my, um, we have, well, now we have two tables. I feel like we're like, we're definitely rich now. We've got our two tables, but not yeah. enough chairs. So our home ed table, we kind of keep moving the chairs up and down. I'm like, oh, I could buy some, or I could just ask, does anyone have any spare chairs yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah. in their garage? Mm. Um, and there's things like that where I've just thought, I'm just going to ask and and with the knowledge that someone can ask me. So I think sometimes we can think of the community being something that we volunteer and serve in, but there's we can be served by the community as well. And that's a bit, can be a bit humbling and mm. be quite vulnerable. But I think we've just all got, got to get in the habit of um, asking for things as well. Yeah, yeah. Because most people are very keen to, to join in with events or to have a go at doing something different or to share the things that they have. Yeah. Yeah, my mind's immediately going to, to some of the, the groups that we pay, you know, fairly significant sums for. And, and I'm just thinking now, is there an opportunity there for, you know, not, not wanting to put anybody out of business, of course, that, you know, put, provides these fantastic groups, but, you know, just kind of getting together and, you know, taking it on as a, as a group of interested parents, you know, possibilities like that um, yeah. exist, don't they? Mm-hmm. I interrupted you, Lizzie, I think. Um, here's like I the, the train of thought sort of disappeared, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean I, I hope that we see that sort of response it was do you remember when um, Covid first hit yeah. and, the, and the response in the, the kind of local communities suddenly there was a Facebook for every road and district and mm-hmm. you know people were asking who needed help and wasn't that wonderful so yeah I mean that, yeah, that's yeah cool. that's what I was thinking of actually um, not Covid specifically but just you know whenever there's something that happens there's this this sort of outpouring of love and from from people wanting to support people in need you know complete Mm. strangers and this kind of what can we do to help what Mm. can you know whether it's Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking back and this was quite memorable because um i was expecting my i was expecting my little one then but when grenfell happened Mm. you know there were community drives of the people bringing food people cooking food people bringing clothes i mean they were overwhelmed with support and mm-hmm. you know from from near and far so all it takes is you know as as rachel said someone <laughs> just to be bold enough to ask and to step forward and yep shy bends getting out Lizzie. Shy birds get mouse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my nana Lily always said. <laughs> yeah, I've always liked. I that think home. I'm, yeah, it's a good one. Well, it's just. I mean, I know we're biased, but I think home ed families are. A, I think we are a kind bunch. I think either mm. we've we've we ask why a lot more, and we try and problem solve a lot more. Either because we've had situations in school that we've had to problem solve, or we've suddenly got to help our kid learn something that we weren't expecting, and. We've got to balance all these different things. And so I think a lot of us have that kind of problem solving and community focus. So I think we are, um, we have the potential as a home ed community, local ones and the wider one to be 
helping each other through that. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's just a cheesy thing. I think there's like genuinely um, there's space for hope. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's it's really nice that we've kind of got onto that without without trying because I I did want to kind of finish up with you know thinking about um, reasons to be to be cheerful but I feel like we've kind of um, kind of reached that point anyway so I mean I, w- I was thinking that we should probably um, bring things to a close because we we're really not sure how interesting this sort of chat will be to to to, to other yeah. people so we'll, we'll we'll call this an experiment and see see how it goes down um i'm assuming that uh, if if there is even the slightest bit of interest in us chatting through some stuff that uh, we could uh, we could always have another go at uh, another point in the future because this is obviously something that is ongoing and um Mm -hmm. and intensifying so i think our aim today was just to get the conversation going and hopefully we've we've managed to achieve that Um, it's probably worth reiterating at this point that you know this is really something that we um are here because because we care about and so we were really will be trying to see what what we can do to contribute to that kind of community effort and of course we're absolutely um, open to any suggestions as to how we could uh, how we could do that better uh, so I don't know whether you uh, either of you have any um, closing comments or, or rallying calls that um, you want to finish up with I think just personally I am always sorry Lizzie you go okay um it wasn't sort of a general thing but I actually did want to impart some kind of top tips really for actually using Twinkle um, if you're in a squeeze in a financial squeeze is this this, Um, go on then what have you got so okay (laughs) Um, I'm just about to take note hang on I know people already oh uh, I have no idea. <laughs> There's not that many. If you're still going in, in 20 minutes, we'll stop you and it'll be a, a separate podcast. <laughs> Go on, don't worry. I, don't, I don't think it'll be too much of a monologue. Um, so firstly, people are probably aware that we have free resources. Mm. Um, when you're looking, um, when you're searching, um, if you put free and then what you're looking for you should get some stuff it, what there won't be free resources in every topic but it's always a good starting point um to see what is available but then um the other thing that's really handy is if you sign up to our weekly email newsletter mm-hmm. um even with a like a free account you get a free like a token to download any resource from the website for yep. free yeah so juicy ones there mm-hmm. there are and you, and you have to remember that a, a resource doesn't just have to be a single worksheet or a single powerpoint you've got those say in um, planet which are the for those that aren't familiar with planet their whole units of planned out lessons and activities um, in the different subjects for key stage one and key stage two. Yeah. 
and whether you use them as a sort of structured you're following the national curriculum kind of way or even just like as a great uh, base for a project um, there's lots of different ways of using them but you can download a unit pack which includes all the resources you need for you know six lessons or so plus display materials and Mm-hmm. Um, extra resources and that's I mean to get one of those for free is really fantastic and I mean I thought that before I worked for Twinkle you know that's not just me it's sort of oh you know I'm working for Twinkle I'm trying to promote it but it that's a good deal yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. they're also on the website you can there are certain things that you can only download um with a subscription or using that one token a week in the email but like there are some things that you can still view online without downloading so newsroom articles you you won't see them in the sort of newspaper format which obviously is a bit is helpful to your kids if you're doing that but you can still see the news article um, and that can sort of lead to some interesting conversations and discussions and the (laughs) I'm going to say it because everyone that has sort of seen me on Facebook for any length of time knows I absolutely love um, Twinkle Imagine Mm -hmm. and that's uh, basically sort of weekly themes with um, really sort of striking and vibrant images that kind of have discussion questions and challenges around that and teaching ideas to sort of follow up even further. You can't, obviously, with a free account, um, download the packs. You'd need a, an extra or ultimate subscription. But you can view the images online you can see the discussion questions and get some ideas for sort of extending it further. So again, that's like a whole load of um, a whole load of work that's just given to you. Mm-hmm. So there are options to really kind of use Twinkle, um, whether you can't get a subscription at the moment or there's a subscription gap. You know, we all go through difficult times yeah there's also the go on you might be about to say there's also the the pay monthly subscriptions that we offer and you know you can get go for like i i have in the past not the i didn't actually use the pay monthly option but i have gone for like the core subscription in the past um on an annual basis because I couldn't afford a, a higher package. But that gives you already access to so much more than having a free account. So if you combine that with using like the the free token, I mean, it, again, it, it does involve more juggling, like we discussed before. There's nothing straightforward and easy about sort of being on a in a financial squeeze but there are definitely already 
existing ways that you can use. Yeah, let's give a shout out for our live lessons as well while we're at it, Lizzie. Yeah, 2pm oh, on Wednesdays, totally free, no strings attached, quality um, presentation from Chrissy, you know, different subjects often linked to you know topical events yeah come along facebook page wednesdays at, at 2 p.m it's you know it's uh the sort of thing that you'd have to pay for elsewhere that is is well worth coming along to but yeah it's so. worth, worth adding to that as well that the there are various uh video lessons on twinkle um twinkle teachers videos and i think all of them are free I've not seen the one that you have to need that you need a subscription mm. for yet. Yeah, yeah. So, good yeah, points. Of... Good tips, Lizzie. Yeah, brilliant. And um, Rachel, yeah, really did good. you did you have anything that you wanted to close off with? There's actually just a, a weather update because I'm not sure if you've been able to um, hear the wind whistling as we've been recording this. But I, I was saying to to the others before we started recording very worried about the tree in our back garden which is being bent to seemingly impossible angles by the high winds which is still standing but it has now started Good. snowing <laughs> oh really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's all going on anyway Rachel come on um, I think just something that I would hope that like you said with this is starting the conversation and just mm. that we're all normal people normal home bedders with money issues or thinking about like that's something that's like a daily event for us to figure it out and i personally am more than happy to continue the conversation with anybody who wants to get in touch mm. and i know that um all of us are really within the facebook group or um, direct messaging and so on and so yeah i definitely just i, I love having conversations starting and i hope it can be continued because I definitely want to be part of it because it's it's so important brilliant totally agree perfect way to finish so thank you both so yeah. much for uh joining me really much appreciated and thanks to anybody who's uh listened in it was fantastic to have you and hopefully we'll get the chance to catch up again soon thanks very much and goodbye